It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors, brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. Our host is Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. Uh, final half hour of the program today, and uh, we have struck gold here. <laughs> we had such big news come uh, on Thursday of this week with an announcement from Deer Valley. That they were expanding, and I mean really expanding. We'll tell you by how much coming up here in a minute. It's uh, just great news for skiers here in Utah and really skiers that I'm sure are going to be coming not just from around the country but around the world to take advantage of what they already know as the best uh, service and ski experience probably anywhere in the world at Deer Valley. We had hoped to talk with uh, their marketing department, their promotion department, but uh, we're going to go right to the top here with the president and CEO of Deer Valley, Todd Bennett. Sorry, Todd. What a week it's been for you guys. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, we are we're all thrilled. It's, uh, it's getting a little bit cooler up here in the mountains at night. Winter and fall are not that far away and uh, really fun to share some exciting news yesterday. Before we talk about some of the specifics of what's coming, when Deer Valley says that they want to raise the level of the experience, the guest experience, that's a tall order. It is. You know, we we often talk about that we're not changing who we are, we're not changing what we're known for, but we're going to always look for ways to enhance the way we deliver the service and the experience for our guests. And so we've done that with uh, the announcement of our expanded excellence program and the fourth key pieces of that. We've got a major terrain expansion that will more than double the size of the resort. We've got a new portal and base village off U.S. Route 40, which will make for much cleaner and easier access from Salt Lake City to Deer Valley. We're going to redo our snow park base, which is the final piece of the Stearns original vision, put a whole village down there on the Park City side. And we're going to spend a bunch of time and energy to revitalize our existing mountain facilities. We're going to modernize but also preserve the unique character of those spaces. So that's what we're, we talked about yesterday, and um, we're, we're thrilled to be bringing it to our guests and to our employees in the community. The one bummer for me and my ski buddies is that it sort of gives away our secret, or what we thought was the best-kept secret on the Mayflower side over there by Jordan Hill, because that's the way we've been accessing uh, the resort for quite a while now. But So the development is not new to us. Is it fairly recent that Deer Valley got involved with that development, that it was already underway or no? We've been talking with our partners, Extel, for a couple of years now and uh, and looking for opportunities to uh, expand Deer Valley. And uh, through a couple of years of discussions and uh, trying to make sure that we have the product developed and the experience developed to the high standard that is Deer Valley, we came to an agreement and... Uh, that's what we announced yesterday. So a couple of years in the making. You, you mentioned that this would double the skiable terrain of the resort, but included in there are uh, all of these new lifts, 16 new trailers, a 10-passenger gondola. But it's the development that is planned at the village area, I think, that is also very exciting for people. Tell us more about that. Sure. Um, I'll tell you a couple of items. So that 
we're going to have 1,200 day-skier parking spaces. So you talked about the Jordanel portal that you and your friends have used. That has 200 parking spaces today. We're adding another 1,200 parking spaces just down the road uh, at that new portal. Uh, a variety of luxury accommodations, restaurants, bars, retail outlets. The majority of that will be developed by Excel. Um, for that base area, but we'll have uh, some items specific to Deer Valley operations, such as skier services, um, rentals, uh, ski school, et cetera. Um, but I think that, you know, the biggest piece there, we hit on it already, you know, that new portal, you can get from Salt Lake City Airport to this, this new side of Deer Valley using Interstate 80 and, and US 40. You can get there without hitting a single traffic light. Yeah, and by the it way, makes it the fastest, easiest access from a major airport uh, anywhere in the world. Yeah, and I'm a little biased, but I think the view from that side of the mountain is uh, really one of the best views of everything around Deer Valley. Absolutely stunning. You've got great views out to the east uh, towards the Jordanelle um, and uh, Wasatch Ridge. One of the uh, challenges, this has not been a secret for anybody that loves to ski Deer Valley, one of the challenges has always been that you have one way in and one way out, and, and uh, that parking fills up fairly quickly. Parking, not just uh, a concern for Deer Valley, but most ski resorts these days. So the fact that you're putting 1,200 new spaces over there will be a delight, I think, to many. Yeah, I think it gives our guests more options if they'd like to come in on the Park City side and experience that uh, that portal and, and what all Park City has to offer. That's a great option, continues to be. And if you'd like to come around to the other side uh, on US 40 uh, and just want to pop up from Salt Lake City for the day and start your day over there. So I think the, the fact that you have more options, more parking space, it's going to alleviate traffic in Park City at large, which um, everyone who lives here, including myself, is looking forward to. I'll tell you, one of the things everybody talks about when they uh, mention Deer Valley is the corduroy runs where everything is so well-groomed. What kinds of challenges, if any, does that pose to you to be able to groom even more space? You know, we Deer Valley is known for four things really well. I think first and foremost is the exceptional guest service that was brought to us by Pauline Edgar Stern, our founders, and their experience in luxury hotels. The second, which you talked about, grooming. Uh, been a hallmark of Deer Valley since 1981 and will continue to be uh, an important pillar of our experience, which is world-class grooming. We groom over half our terrain today, every day, um, and up to 70% when the resort's fully open. So we're committed to continuing grooming, um, as, as you noted, and I think even just as important as the food and beverage offerings. We kind of have led the way on culinary offerings and bringing that to the ski world, um, something that was unprecedented when Deer Valley opened, and we're also very committed to that pillar. Well, as long as that Deer Valley chili is still available on that side of the mountain, everybody will be happy, I think. So I look forward to that. What's the timeline for rolling all of this out? Sure. We are targeting uh, winter 25-26, so just about two years away, where we'll open up uh, the majority of that new terrain. Uh, we'll probably do some cat skiing uh, this winter, some private cat skiing tours for um, some guests uh, on the new terrain, of course, pending snow. Um, but it gives us time to get our lift infrastructure in, our snowmaking infrastructure, and uh, some of those final runs cut. Well, as you mentioned, there's already a, a change in the air. I think we've actually got some changing of colors up there in the highest of the elevations. So we're, we're going to make that turn soon, and the countdown for many is on now. We'll have a reason not just to count down to this ski season, but uh, the very near future of a new Deer Valley. Thanks for your time today. Uh, I'm glad that we connected to share this exciting news. Thanks for having me. 
We will uh, take another break to wrap up the program. And uh, our thanks again to Todd Bennett, president and CEO of Deer Valley Resort. Boy, that is great news for everybody. We'll be starting up our snow day segment sometime real soon here on KSL Outdoors Radio. We'll take a quick break when we come back. Hopefully uh, make contact with Roger Eggett from Bear River Lodge. And find out what's been going on up there as he starts to prepare for the snowmobile season, I'm sure, that's coming. Stay with us. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to... Give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, actually looking forward to a conversation with uh, our buddy Roger Eggett from Trax Power Sports and Bear River Lodge, just because I knew from personal conversations that he was at some point going to head back over to Maui. You may remember that he and uh, part of his family were actually on the island right there on the Lahaina side, above Lahaina, when uh, the hurricane winds came through and then the fire started, and uh, so we've shared part of that story. Roger, you're there now. I know it's early in the morning as we record here on a Friday. I think listeners, first of all, would like to know that your home did survive it, and I know you feel extremely lucky for that, but you've had a chance to do a little uh, looking around, and boy, the devastation you describe is tough. Yeah, Tim, good morning, we're here on Maui today. We came back this week to secure the house and to find out how much damage was done. So they allowed us to come back in on Monday. We came in on Monday. You know, our neighborhood was a half mile from the flames, and it's just a miracle that I, I guess that our neighborhood didn't burn. But, uh, you know, we were without power for 18 days, but it came back on at 10 o'clock last night, and now we're able to really assess what's going on here, but we've been out, you know, we shipped a defender from tracks power sports. We shipped one over here this summer. So Jamie and I went down this past week and we've been exploring, you know, trying to find food, where can we buy groceries? What's open? What's not, what's gone. And the devastation is just overwhelming. We, we ran into some good friends of ours who lost everything, 18 people in their home and their entire neighborhood was destroyed. They lost their home everything their cars they couldn't get out and uh if you've seen the footage it's just horrible yeah. and it's heartbreaking you did tell me uh, a second ago before we jumped into uh share conversation with our listeners that um the good news here is that everybody that needs housing has housing or at least that's the story you're hearing on that side they've been offered housing everyone who needs a bed and a pillow has a bed and a pillow um They've placed, I, I can't remember the number now, and my brain's a little foggy, but uh, like the family that, that our friends who are from here, their home burnt, and it was grandma, grandpa, children, grandchildren. They have 18 people living in their house, 
and they're all in beds, but they're split up between different hotels, and there's four to a room. So, you know, they've probably got, what, five rooms, and uh, but they've told them that they will only have that for a certain amount of time, and so they're trying to figure out the next step, and, you know, the tourists, they told the tourists not to come after the fire hit. Well, there's no one here, and we're talking to people who work the if we we drive to the other side of the island to get groceries and to find food, and they're dying for work there, um, there's no there's no business, there's nobody here, and yeah. the tourists spend a lot of money. But well, anyway, that, that's been so, one of that's been one of the pushes over the last wow. week. First of all, it's a miracle that you got power on uh, that quick because they were they were saying they didn't know it could be months before they got it all back up and running, but. Uh, now the problem is that that Lahaina area, although it was devastated, is just a small part of Maui, and the rest of the island relies on tourism for their money coming in that could actually help support and rebuild those areas. So it's uh, sort of a catch-22. Yeah, we were at Kahului yesterday, and we were at Kihei, and the workers there, you know, I, I asked them, I said, is this normal that we can walk right to the register and have no line or anything? And they said, no, it's devastating. We went to Paia yesterday, and uh, one of the workers there said that she was working in Lahaina. She lives in Lahaina. Her home burned. She was working in Lahaina, and she got a home, or she got an apartment uh, off the list in Kihei, and she's working in Paia. And uh, anyway, it, yeah, so everybody needs help here. It's just crazy. I, You know, I don't even know what to do, but... I don't know how we can help, but there's lots of people who need help. Yeah. I just want to remind uh, our listeners, and then we'll move on to talk about some other things. I I know our audience wanted to be caught up on how you were doing, and uh, since you're there to get the latest, KSL News Radio and all of Bonneville actually has uh, put together a Bonneville Maui Strong fundraising effort that last time I heard was closing in, I think, on uh, half a million dollars of money raised. And uh, the great thing about this fundraiser, which you can find out more about by going to kslnewsradio.com and then clicking on the yellow link at the top of the page, 100% of all the money, no administrative costs, 100% of the money is going to go to the people of Maui that need it. So I I hope people would still jump in to help with that. Have you even had a chance to... (laughs) Think about everything else you've got on your plate with uh, Trax Power Sports and making the turn here to fall weather for uh, the cabins yeah. at Bear River Lodge. You know, it's 5 o'clock in the morning here. Well, it's 5-something. <laughs> and uh, I've already answered about 20 emails from our team up at Bear River Lodge at Trax Power Sports. So business is going on, and uh, we're getting excited for Labor Day weekend next weekend. And what I want to tell people is if you have a group and you want to get them together, book your winter and next summer vacations now in our seven-bedroom cabins. We still have availability over Thanksgiving, over Christmas, and in February, which you know is our biggest snowmobile month, um, and then next summer for reservations for family reunions. Get these seven cabin bedrooms booked because they will get filled up, and uh, it's just such an awesome way to get your family together. You know, my parents booked a seven-bedroom this past April, and we had 43 of their posterity together. Hmm. And how much fun is that? So people need to be thinking about getting those groups because you can't book them last minute. you got to think ahead and get these things booked and get it, your group organized.
I noticed you posted a video uh, compilation of some of your experiences from the winter last year, uh, and it won't be long. We've also had people on social media posting pictures up in the canyons of some of the colors changing already, which is crazy. Yeah, winter's coming. <laughs> winter will be here. So, you know, it's fun. Winter is a fun time for us. And so if you haven't been out snowmobiling or you want to get out in those defenders with tracks, with heaters, and take your kids and grandkids, winter now is open for everybody. And with those defenders with tracks, I love them because I can take three or four grandkids. Jamie and I can hop in there. They have heaters. We can go right up to Mirror Lake. We can go up the highway. It's just awesome with those defenders with tracks. Ken M may want to bring you on as an endorser to tell your story of how it saved your life over in Maui. Uh, yeah, no, let's let's talk Bear River Lodge. Okay, it's positive. I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, it's one thing to use them for recreation, but a lot of people use them for work. And uh, in a ca- in the case of your family, it really was uh, you know a godsend for you over there. All right, we'll leave it at that. Uh, it is the cabins at Bear River Lodge. They can find out more information. And, of course, Tracks has machines available right there in the parking lot, along with some great burgers next time you want to get up. And maybe just around the corner to go see all the changing colors. It's one of my favorite times of year to be at the cabins. And I know it is yours, too, Roger. So tell them where to find you online. Well, go to bearriverlodge.com, see all we have to offer, and come up to the Uintas. Well, uh, prayers have been answered for you and your families, and I know there's still a lot of heartache with friends and family and and people that you know over there. So uh, we'll continue to wish our best and, again, remind people, if you go to kslnewsradio.com, the fundraising uh, button is there at the top of the page. I believe it's yellow. I don't have it here in front of me. And 100% of all of the money will go directly to the folks in Maui. Roger, be safe. Thanks, Tim. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great week. All right. Don't go away. Uh, We'll turn things over to the greenhouse, of course. Marie and Ton coming up. And then it's Cougar Sports Saturday, one week and counting to college football. And the Big 12 era and the great news for Cougar fans, you get to celebrate it right there on home turf at Lavelle Edwards Stadium next Saturday. Have a great weekend. I'll be back with you Monday along with Amanda Dixon with Utah's Morning News. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.